Hey everyone, you tuned in to the Lead Generation Lab podcast, the science of real estate agent marketing, brought to you by Omega Title, Movement Mortgage, and MVP Realty. Come on, let's go. Generation Lab podcast, the science of real estate agent marketing. I'm Anthony Bermudez, your host. Y aquí esta tarde estoy con mi amigo, Derek Carlson. You're welcome, Anthony. <laughs> it is so good be to be back. You know, I have to go ahead and be, do it for the bilingual people out there so that, you know, we do care about them, right? Shout out to NAREP. And um, we had a good event there recently. Oh, it was but- an awesome event. Our great friends at NAREP, I'm telling you. All realtors need to get involved with your local NAREP chapter. Absolutely. So, listen, with that said, there's been uh, a couple things you've been throwing out there and discussing with agents. And the topic, this is the one that's hot button topic right now that you wanted to talk about extensively. And, and it pertains to why do agents get afraid about calling expired listings and fistballs? What's the deal with that? Anthony, I got, I got a lot of things. But like you said, I always put these questions out so I can bring it to the, uh, the Lead Generation Lab podcast. Um, at a later time. So one of the recent questions that I did ask of our MVP agents on our, our, our private MVP Realty Facebook group page was why are you afraid of calling expired listings or FISBOs, right? Mm-hmm. And I, the key word, afraid, okay? Yeah. So I'm going to go through this and I'm going to answer each one of these live on this podcast. Yeah. Now, honestly, I haven't read any of them yet because I was waiting for you to come by and, and so we can do this together. So first one. This agent says, I won't use any agent's names, right? Because right, I'm going to get pretty animated here in about two minutes, right? I'm not going to hold back anything because I, I love my agents. And listen, at the end of the day, I'm pretty blunt. I'm pretty straightforward. And it's my opinion. Just like they have an opinion, I'm going to give my opinion on, on the subject and on the matter. So the first response to why somebody would be afraid of calling expired listens or FISBOs, this agent writes, I'm definitely not afraid. I'm just not motivated enough. Or you could even say I'm a little bit too lazy. It's hard to admit. That's probably as, I, I think I could just end this podcast right, right now. That's, that's basically because the I, summary. I love this. This person's holding accountability. Personal. Now, I will tell you, though, in all due respect, one of my, one of my great uh, coaches that I respect, Ricky Carruth, says that if you know you should be doing something and you're not doing it, shame on you. Mm-hmm. Shame on you. You should be doing it for your family. You should be doing it for your career. You should do, be doing it for yourself. Shame on you. Now, I'm not going to shame this agent, right? That's their opinion. And I appreciate the fact that they told me, hey, listen, I know I should be doing it, mm-hmm. but I'm not. I Hold yourself accountable the, 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 because the more, more dangerous agent is the one that says, it doesn't work. Or, right. or they use all these excuses of why they don't. This agent's like, listen, I know I should be doing it. I could make more money doing it. I'm just going to say, Find your reason why you can break through of being lazy or, or uh, of uh, you know, not being motivated enough. Mm-hmm. Right. And again, I think that what would happen is, start for this agent, go look at the top Mike Ferry agent in town, okay? And look at that person's numbers, 80, 90 transactions a year, and calculate how much money she brought in or he brought in doing the Mike Ferry or Tom Ferry or Craig Proctor or Ricky Carruth or Jay Baraby coaching strategies of going after expired listens or FISBOs, right? Mm-hmm. And then you look at your income. You're making $75,000, a year, but that person's making 500000 600000 a year. 
that might motivate you. Yeah. Right? Because they're working the same 24 hours in the day. I would argue that they don't even work weekends because they get their job done Monday through Friday right. efficiently. Right. So I'm not going to argue with that. Let's go to the next one. This agent says that the reason why they don't go after or they're afraid of calling expired listings or Fizzball, this agent says, because I will be the 99th person who called that aggravated the seller. Um, but I will tell you, I got a really motivated one. Uh, I get really motivated when I see the expired at $1.5 million. Um, that has been on the market for over a year with no description, only only one picture, and the pictures of the bathroom. Now, the rest of it is fine, but this agent says the reason being is she won't call is because of the 99th person. She feels like she's going to be the 99th per- person. I disagree. Mm. I bet you there's only about a less than 10 realtors that actually effectively go after expired listings. you know how I know that, Anthony? Oh. Look at all the top expired listing agents in town. There's only about seven to ten of them. Mm. If if what she said was true, you would see a bunch of agents all with 20, 30, 40, 50 listings apiece. No. We see seven to ten agents that go after expired listings that have about 120 listings apiece. Mm. So her number of 99 is completely unfounded, not true. And here's the thing. I believe that the way that you overcome even the seven to ten people that are calling is by being um, more relentless in your follow-up. Out of the 7 and 10, I can tell you right now, half of them only call one time, mm-hmm. right? And the sellers aren't making a decision on that one time. Number two, they don't know what to say and how to say it when they get the seller on the phone. All right. Number three, um, it's just a mindset. And now, so I'll give you an example. Ring, ring, ring. You're a seller. Ring, ring, ring. Hello. Hi, is this Anthony? Yes, it is. Hey, Anthony, this is Derek Carlson with uh, MVP Realty. And the reason for my call is that I just noticed that you your property just went expired. I wanted to talk to you about this. Yeah, you know, I've had a couple agents call me about that. Really? Only a couple, Anthony? Because that's surprising because there's over 7,000 realtors in Naples, Florida, and it looks like only a couple of us are actually working today. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't feel that way. <laughs> see see, see yeah, what happens? Yeah, exactly. I, see, I see, at the end of the day, and you right. and I didn't script that. I had no idea what you were going to say. <laughs> but the reality of it is, is your approach is as critical right. that even if there is 99 99 out of 7,000 realtors? Now, I'm going to tell you again, you're wrong. It's not 99. But even look at the numbers. To get a chance of a scratch ticket that might be a winner for several thousand dollars in commission, I would go through it. Um, Now, next one. This agent says that I'm still building my confidence in my new career, but I'm sure I'll get there. I've always been a closer. You've got to have that mentality. This agent's brand new, and he knows that he needs to build his confidence first. Nothing builds confidence more than understanding the market knowledge, right, and becoming an expert mm-hmm. of handling every objection. Every possible objection that that seller can ever say to you over the phone, Mike Ferry's already written it, Tom Ferry's already written it, Craig Proctor, Ricky Carruth, Jay Barraby, right. they've already written it, so all you have to do is study how you respond. Right. So Read this, the answers. This person understands that being proactive, and what I was going to say about the prior two is that you're in, you understand that you're in the field of sales, which means that you have to be proactive. Yeah. You have to go after people. You have to have that mentality. You can close a deal, no matter if it's a fizzball, no matter if it's a new listing, whatever it is, right? So that just lets me know that maybe the mindset is not fully there. Yes. Uh, from those other two comments yep. that you mentioned versus the third one. Absolutely. Uh, this next agent says, because everyone is calling. Right. If everyone's calling, then how do we have an industry that has an 80% failure rate? Right. That's wrong. 
Again, 7,000 realtors, give or take, in the Naples, Florida market. I don't know where you are, but I'm telling you about Naples. And I'm going to say there's about seven agents, give or take, that are calling. It's not everybody. Because if everybody was calling, then how did, out of 15,600 realtors in Southwest Florida with all the three boards, how did half, 50%, not close a deal in 2018? Right. So they're not all calling. So again, assumption. Um, This agent says, next agent, annoying, getting hung up on, and they said how many realtors keep calling. Then you turn around and see they listed with someone else a week later. It kills my confidence and motivation. Well, number one, again, everybody calling. That's the experience that they're getting because, remember, they don't realize there's 7,000 realtors at the board, and they've only received seven phone calls that day. So it's not everybody calling. It's seven people. Let's keep it real. The second thing she says is she's annoyed of getting hung up on. Why? Why? Now, I'm going to get a little real for you. When I was broke, and again, I've said this in the past, broke as a joke and needed money, okay? The hardest thing you will ever do in your life is to be broke other than having an illness or seeing a loved one die. That's the hardest thing you'll ever have to do. But you're annoyed of being getting hung up on? Mm -hmm. Really? You know what I'm annoyed of? Getting my electric turned off and trying to figure out how to get it turned on before 5 o'clock before my kids get out of school. Getting my water turned off. That's more annoying. I'm sorry to sound frustrated, but I mean, come on, you're a business owner. Annoyed because somebody hung up on you? Pick up the phone and call the next number. Right. Do you know what I'm saying, Anthony? Yeah, you have to learn the rejection is part of sales. For every uh, three sales that you get, you're going to have a, a 97 no's. Exactly. And that's something, that's the reality of what we do. Exactly. Do you think Tom Brady is a superstar, right? He's a superstar with about a 50% completion ratio. 50% of his passes yeah. make it. 50% of his passes do not. Larry Bird, his last couple years with the Celtics, had a below 50% field goal shooting percentage. Which means that the, one of the greatest shooters of all time, half of his shots weren't even going in. Right. Let me go to somebody, some personal, Derek. How many people told you no about starting your company? No joining my company. Yeah. Right? We've got 700 realtors, right? There's 7,000 at the board right now, 15,600, right? There's 14,900 people that have not said yes to MVP Realty right now. Right. But we're still a wild success. Think about that. Exactly. And I'm going to finish with this. Let's say that you were to call 20 expired listings a day, five days a week, okay? So that's 50 expired listings every single week. I'm sorry, 100 expired listings every single week, 20 a day, five times a week, a day, uh, 100 a week, okay? At the end of the year, that's 5,200 phone calls to expired listings. Mm -hmm. Even if you failed 99% of the time and were told no, Nine thousands of times, ninety-nine percent of the times, one percent of fifty-two hundred is fifty-two listings multiplied by nine grand a deal here in Naples, Florida. Mm-hmm. That's four hundred and fifty grand. Considering that eighty percent of the agents won't be here five years from now, right? And half of our boards didn't have a transaction. I'm gonna amuse myself and say thank you very much for hanging up on me. Right. Because I'm gonna get to the next number quicker now. Right. Right. To go make my one percent success rate and four hundred almost a half million dollars. Right. 
Exactly. Right? That's crazy, man. So again, I'm not I'm not using any names. I'm just being blunt and straightforward. Um, and again, don't let it beat your confidence up. Continue to be motivated, knowing that if you fail 99% of the time, you still have wild success. Now let's go. Um, next one. This agent here just says he's afraid of making the phone call. <laughs> now again, I, I think you heard my passion last time. If you know you should be doing it, and you're not, okay, shame on you. It's one of the most selfish things that you could ever do is that you know how to do something, but you're not doing it. So let's talk about the afraid. Anthony, other than the girl, I think it was Nev Campbell in the movie Scream that died on a phone call that she picked up from the little guy that went, ah, right? At the end of the day, have you ever heard of somebody dying from picking up a phone? No. 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 But agents have that fear of picking up the phone. You can't die from it. You know what? Anthony, I'm going to play a little role playing. I'm the realtor, and I want you to just, I'm going to rapid fire it. Tell me everything you say you suck, just to hang up every time. Hi, I'm a realtor. Man, you're terrible. You guys are a bunch of used car salesmen. are terrible. Thank you. Or- thank you. Thank you. Hang up. Next call. Ring, ring, ring. Hi, I'm a realtor. Oh, not again. This is the 10th call I've gone today. I'm tired of you people. Hang up. Ring, ring, ring. New caller. Hey, listen, I'm I'm just too busy right now. I can't take this call. Call me after supper. Uh, Look at all that, all that rejection. But guess what? I'm now closer to a yes. Right. I'm now closer to a yes. Don't have the fear of picking up that phone anytime. Be the leader. Your family, your kids, your significant other, your future relies on you making good decisions. And if you know that one of the lowest lying fruits of an expired listener or FISBO can help you grow your business, then you got to do it. You got to do it. Right? right. So next one. This agent is uh, part time. He says he's already going 100 miles an hour. Um, he's got his regular career plus real estate on the side. Uh, he's going to start doing it though. Proud of you. Um, this woman uh, realtor says because I personally hate phone s- s- uh, s- calls from people trying to sell her stuff, and I think others do too. I'm not afraid of their response. At all, I worked at a third-party collection. I just hate to be a bother. Any suggestions? Yeah, be a bother because here's the thing. You're wrong with that thinking. Anthony, you're a seller. If I can successfully sell your home when another realtor couldn't, or you couldn't yourself as a FISBO, and I come at it as a place and I know how to handle your, any questions you have, I handle it. If I successfully sell your home when the other realtors couldn't, Am I bothering you? No. You know why? Because you want to go to L.A. Right. You got to get out of Naples. Right. And the other realtor just jerked you around for nine months, telling you everything you wanted to uh, hear. They overpromised, underdelivered, right? Mm-hmm. And here I am coming with real solutions, real pricing, real marketing strategy. Right. Why would I be a bother to you? Right. It's the mindset right there. Right. So she's already saying, based on her experiences, that those people are bothering her. Trust me. If somebody called me today and said, hey, Derek, I want to talk to you about um, saving some money on your health care. I noticed that you're paying $700 a month. We get the same exact program mm-hmm. for 350 a month. Is that person bothering me? No. 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 Now, obviously, she worked for a collection agency, so I can see where the mindset comes from because those people don't want to pay their bills. Right. That's a different That's, that's a different, different animal. Right. That's a different story, right? But as far as that's that's one of the things I was hoping to get across in this podcast, and again, I'm, I never read these before, so I'm just randomly reading these, um, is you're not a bother. See, when you feel like you're a bother, you're coming from a place of sales. 
if you come from a place of truly thinking that you can help somebody, right? Do you think an EMT feels like he's bothering somebody that's lying on the street in a highway? No, not at all. Not at all. Right? He's coming from a place from helping. Do you think if you go to a church and the pastor starts talking about whatever it is that weekend, and it's a pretty hardcore subject, maybe on you know how to overcome drug addiction or or, or spousal abuse or whatever? Do you, do you think he's bothering anybody? No, mm-hmm. he's he's trying to have that breakthrough to help somebody to help. Listen, help more, sell less. Sell less, help more. Right. And again, if you can come across with that attitude, questions like this and, and yeah. uh, won't even come up. Does I, that I, make I, sense? Yeah, I think the one thing I always wanted to say when you talked about the example of uh, being able to make 100 calls a week for 52 weeks again, 5,200 overall and then only getting 1% and then not equaling out to 400,000, right? Yeah. We talk about that. And the way I would look at it if I was doing sales, I would put if you were to put a suitcase worth of $300,000 in cash, would you do it? Would you make those phone calls? Anthony, it's fun. Wait, listen, I got a story for you on that. I'm yeah. just, I am so glad I didn't know you were going to bring this up. I actually put a post up on our Facebook group page that says I'm looking to have a, a hire uh, an outgoing sales team Outgoing call sales team, mm-hmm. um, $25 an hour. I need you to make 20 calls a day, okay? I actually had a lot of people respond to that. Realtors, <laughs> right? Right. And they said, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. All d- for 25 bucks a day. Wow. Okay? Right. Uh, now, uh, $25 an hour, okay? So you're looking at making a couple hundred bucks yeah. versus 400 grand a year. Right. So I said, listen, and I actually finished with... Listen, there's really not a job, but I was trying to prove, prove a point. You're willing to do this for somebody else. Right. Why won't you do it for yourself? Exactly. Because like you said, that job mentality, you put 400 grand in a suitcase, <laughs> you can tell me no 99% of the time, right. all day, every day. Exactly. But they don't see the money up front, but I'm going to tell you right there, the money's there. Right. They don't know. It's like they have to see the guarantee of it, even though the guarantee will be there if they follow the script, if they're persistent. But they just have to physically feel like at the end of the day, mentally, this is something with mental, uh, I guess, the comfort of knowing that money's coming, whether they get a yes or no. Yeah. And they I think, guess that equals a bad day. Exactly. They think, Weird. That, you know, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Right. No, I'll see it. Then I'll believe it. Right. Right. Two, di- two different things. But here's the deal. That's that one. Um. Another one, they get so many calls. Look at the assumptions of the realtors. Jeez. They don't get many calls. They don't get many calls. There's 15,600 realtors in town, and they're getting you know between the, all the three boards here locally, and they're getting, what, seven to ten agents calling? But then what will stop you? Again, it just comes to your presentation and how you just discussed with, how you just did with me. Yeah, seven out of ten agents, are, 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 or at the high majority of them, are not going to have the same skill set. Right. If you work on your skills and how to handle objections, you're going to weed out all those calls. Right. Right? Um, what's the next one here? Fear of succeeding. The worst somebody could do is say no and hang up. You need to be consistent. Oh, this guy's actually doing it. He's just giving some tips. Be better than the rest. It's all about the numbers and time management. Yep. There you go. I'm going to shout out to my guy, Neil Wolf. Yeah. I'll actually use his name because he, he put up a positive quote. Um, this agent says, if anybody wants accountability with prospecting, let me know. Another shout out to one of our top expired listing go-getters, German Hernandez. Um, what else is here? Okay. Uh, this agent says that I'm not afraid. I used to love cold calling Fizbo's and expireds, but here's the deal. It's not really cold call. 
Okay? It's not. Because here's the thing. I actually put up another post. Hey, who wants free seller leads? And everyone, the whole damn company. I'll take them. Right. I'll take them. I'll take those seller leads. And I said, listen, I'll sh- let me show you how I got them. And I went on the expired hot sheet. And I said, look at the 75 of them there today. They're free. Right, right. They're free. Right. Instead, agents are spending all this money on Zillow and all these websites trying to get seller leads. But every day on the hot sheet on the MLS, they're there for free. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. It just seems like the fear of rejection is what drives a lot of these agents to not do it. Exactly. So this agent says, starting Monday, they're going to kick it high into gear. Um, This agent says, the next agent says, I always get flustered on the phone and don't know what to say. As a new agent, I don't want to come across as such. That comes with skill set. Right. Okay? That comes with time. LeBron James today is a different player than LeBron when he entered the league in 2003. You agree? Right. He worked on his game. He worked on his craft. He got better and better and better every single year. Some athletes peak like Tim Tebow did in college, and that's okay too. But the reality of it is everybody has to work on their skill set. Right. And listen, the best way you can do that is role play, practice, and here's the thing, making the calls. Don't they have scripted plays? Yes. I mean, you talked about this in prior podcasts where you get a Mike Ferry uh, scripted. Ricky or Carruth, yeah, Mike, Jay Barabee, exactly. they all got these scripts. But at the end of the, end of the day – you got to practice. you got to role play, mm-hmm. right? So for me, when I see something like that, you're going to get better. But it starts with taking the initiative to start doing it, okay? Prospect three hours a day mm-hmm. because here's the thing. You're going to start learning a lot about yourself right? and those no's. And then when somebody says a yes, you're going to think, how did I get them to say yes right, to absolutely. come in for that listing appointment? Exactly. All right, what else do we got here? We got uh, – I'm not afraid of calling anyone. And honestly, most people I speak to uh, are pretty nice. However – there's always the however. I've made hundreds of calls and literally get three people to actually answer the phone. And then it's a wrong number. It's always uh, already in foreclosure or something. Also, I don't want to call the same person two to three times a day or even once a day for a week straight. I get the idea, but I don't want to uh, like having that done to me. Again, I know this works for some and more power to them. How do I answer that? Well, first of all, your list might be the wrong list. There's, there's many different companies out there. Um, I personally like Coal, okay, Resources. They're the best list in town. It's a little pricey. But listen, when you're talking about making a half million dollars a year, I don't care if it costs several hundred bucks to get Coal Resources list. So I don't know what list that you have. I can't speak to that. But I will tell you, again, for the for the people that you did get on the phone that you talked to, um, come from a place of helping, right? You just said here in your your thing that you don't like when people call you. Okay, I'm sorry, but we're in the world of sales. Exactly. Where it's a game of touches. It's a game of helping, right? And to be able to communicate to that person, to to let them know how you're going to help them. Now, you're going to have to handle the objections. Remember, they had their listing with another realtor for six months to a year that told them nothing but lies. That person told them that they were going to sell their home, and they didn't. Why should they trust you? Mm -hmm. You have to come into it with a different mindset, a positive attitude, and with a real solution. And with the, the, the whole um, mindset of you helping them, turn off the sales pitch. Help them sell their home. And most of the time, it comes from listening to them, mm-hmm. right? Listening to their motivation. Why are they selling their home? Did you even ask? So I would say, try that. You know, try that. This agent's pretty straightforward. Fear of rejection. Right, that's what I was going to say. I think the common ground in all this, Derek, the biggest monster is that most people 
have that fear of rejection. Absolutely. It, it, it's something that, I mean, from, from even me dating, it's like I'm used to getting a lot of no's, right? I mean, that's just how when it comes to certain people, rejection just comes all over the place. Yeah. You're used to it. Yeah. So even in sales, it's like the same way. And no, I guess I don't understand why that's such a, a burden on somebody to feel that somebody says no, that means that they're not worthy, they're not they good feel, enough. They take, they take it personal. Oh. Right, they take it personal. Right. right now, fourteen thousand nine hundred realtors in Southwest Florida have said no to MVP Realty. They they haven't joined, they haven't left, okay, mm -hmm. but they haven't joined. And I've been around five years, things right. like that. They just haven't said yes to me yet. And it could be that maybe they haven't heard of us, right? Maybe maybe they are too tied into those golden handcuffs at their current company. Right. Whatever it is, has nothing to do with me. Because mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you right now. I wake up every morning trying to help that agent right. that's at my company to help them grow their business, give them 100% commission, give them the training, the tools, the support, the love, the nurturing that they need to grow their business. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't that agent want to come aboard? Yeah. I can't answer why they haven't yet. I'm happy with the 700 that we have right now and growing 30 a month, right? So at the end of the day, you can't take it personal. Fear of rejection is fear of, of just you did something wrong, right? That's not the case here. That's not the case here. They just chose somebody else over you. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Get to the next call quickly, right? Get to the next call quickly. This guy says, and I, I, li I like this. Um, I called expired listings and fills bills for, from eight to five for six months, and I learned a lot. The key is mm -hmm. to follow up after the first call to separate yourself from thousands of agents that have called them. Okay. Again, thousands of agents did not call. You just look at our success rate as a comp as a industry, and that's not that's not true. But I, again, it's the same assumption of everybody else. I would personally write them a thank you card with blue ink and put two business cards. For example, great speaking with you today. It taught me a lot, not only about real estate, but how there is a lack of customer service in our industry. Mm. What he says is relevant. Bingo. First thing, most agents stop calling after the first no. It's not no forever. It could just be no for today. Right. And so what happens is, is the seven to 10 agents that call that first day when it hits the hot sheet, they're gone. What about calling them two weeks later if they still haven't made their way back on right. the market when the right. phone calls stop and you're the person that's going to come in with the game plan when now they might talk to you. Right. You're the person that sent them, sent them a note card thanking them for the conversation, offering tremendous customer service. Right. Okay, I love it. I love it. And it's a persistence, and the persistence doesn't have to be annoying. Just like in this example here, the persistence was in the way of continuing the customer service and letting them know, hey, I'm still here to help you if you need me. But it wasn't something where it looked, it came across from that agent as they're being annoying to that customer, to that client. Yeah. I think that's a, a, a there needs to be an understanding of being persistent, right, and trying to get your your money, right, or try to get the sale, but you have to do it in a way where it's uh, acceptable to the the seller. The exactly, person exactly. So, so again, Anthony, let's uh, summarize this whole thing. Number one, why do you like expired uh, listings and fizzbos? Here's why: it's a targeted audience. It's not a matter of if that seller's thinking about selling. They've already expressed inherent um, decision making of yes, I I have tried to sell my home. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, whether it's expired or FISBO, that is true. It's a low-lying fruit. I can see you. I know your address. You went expired. The other agent didn't do a good job. They told you nothing but they overpromised, underdelivered, and I'm here to help. That's why I love expireds, okay? It's a numbers game. The, most, the reason why most agents fail is because of fear, fear of rejection. Get over it. The way that you can overcome that fear is by coming from a mindset of helping versus sales. 
But now the thing is, is most agents are like, well, I don't know what to say. That can be learned. Right. Mike Ferry right. scripts, Ricky Carruth, uh, Tom Ferry, Craig Proctor, Jay Baraby. There's some wonderful scripts and coaches out there. A lot of it's free online or on their uh, Facebook pages. Go study that. It's like getting the the uh, the answers to the SAT exam. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Study those mannerisms, practice. Okay. Role play. Lack of knowledge. Okay. You got to increase your lack of under. Your, 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 you got to increase your knowledge base of what's going on in the market, right? And understanding the price points and understanding the market conditions. That's what a consumer or seller is going to want to hire you for. Now, again, the last thing, don't assume that every realtor in town is calling. Mm. They're not. They're not. I just showed you right here, everyone that wrote fear of rejection or wrote on here, even the person to, uh, that said that I, I'm not motivated enough or just plain out lazy, they're not calling, so that's technically not everybody, mm-hmm. right? They're telling you they're not calling. Right. Right, and that's out of a sample of agents that some of them are top agents too. Right. So at the end of the day, get over it. Make the phone calls. Remember, even if you fail ninety nine percent of the time, and only capture one percent of the twenty calls that you make a day, that's still fifty two closings a year, fifty two right. listings a year, I should say. Absolutely. It's over. It's almost a half million dollars in commission in our local market. Yeah, it's amazing. So, get, Derek, I mean, great insight here, and and the feedback that we're getting. For the agents that feel that this is an obstacle and the reasons for their obstacles, and here you are uh, providing some great insight on that. So uh, once again, I uh, appreciate you for this information, and thank you for the listeners out there listening to the Lead Generation Lab podcast, The Signs of Real Estate Agent. Life.